Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Armed American Radio's Monster Cast, the classic Armed American Radio Roundtable Hour begins right now. And the other two hours already in the books. Good heavens, they flew by, but boy, were they great. What a great lineup. And, I, you know, hour one with Alan Gottlieb and with Sheriff Kurt Hoffman from Sarasota County, Florida. Fantastic hour. And then, of course, Dr. John Lott, followed by a, an amazing interview with Craig Deleuze. Greg in Dallas, Texas. That was those were two solid good hours, great informative hours. And you know it's the round table. We're gonna do the same thing. We loosen up a little bit in the round table hour in the third hour of the program, but good stuff, Greg. Tell people where they can participate in the chat if they want to get involved. Sure, absolutely. If you'd like to join our live chat, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile and search for armed American radio conversations. Yeah, and guys, um, you know, you can Facebook. We've got about 85,000 fans over on Facebook. If you're using Facebook, if you want to jump in, uh, we've got uh, some new digital marketing that we're working on here. And in about the next month, really about mid-October, you're going to see that become more active during the show as well. So you'll be able to participate on the social media. So we'll keep you posted on all that as we continue to grow. Yeah, we have Welcome a uh, uh, sorry, we have a Facebook group by the same name as the uh, yes. in, the uh, Telegram chat. We just don't promote Facebook because they're so fascist over there. And I am, you know, I've been been on ban over there for so long. I just don't even check the group anymore. Well, we're going to fix that problem, and the same thing with Instagram. So you're going to start to see that presence. You've noticed if you follow it. Don't go out and get Twitter on my account, okay? But if you're if you have it. Make sure to follow us over there. Our grow, we're, we're growing our base over there at Twitter, and uh, it's getting a little bit more active, and that's exactly what we're intending to do with some more social media coming up. You might even see some LinkedIn, more activity over there as well. But uh, two great hours. We're here in the Car Firearms Group studios with you. We're on the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. It's all brought to you by the great X Insurance. Let's bring the crew in. Let's start off with Neil McCabe from Parts Unknown. Neil McCabe, how you doing? Welcome in, my brother. Hey, phenomenal and getting better every day. We're all very excited. Let's get after it. Let's get after it. Justin Moon, CEO, Car Firearms Group. We're in the Car Firearms Group studios. Justin, welcome in, brother. Doing good, Mark. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, hey, I'm telling you, it's fall weather down here this week. Tomorrow, 78 degrees and a low of like 52 or 55 or something crazy. It's got to be that way up in them beautiful mountains in Pennsylvania and Poconos where you are. You feeling it? Well, I'm going up to Pennsylvania tomorrow. I'm in Tennessee right now. Oh, you're in Tennessee in a free state. Oh, you know who else is in Tennessee? CEO of Lead Slingers, Brad Primo. Brad, welcome in, my brother. How you doing, Mark? Thanks for having me. 
Oh, it's always a pleasure to have you guys. Listen, I'm going to start off with uh, with a story that, you know, I, if I can bring some real life stuff, I like to do it. But guys, I was real encouraged this week. You know, law enforcement's under vicious attack around this nation in big blue Democrat run cities. Now, I, I don't live in a big blue Democrat run city. I live in a very conservative county, conservative state. Forget the fact we gave you John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock. We have supermajority red control in the state legislature and a Republican governor. Some would argue that, but we're not going to get into that. He is a Republican. That's what we need to know for now. But, guys, I pulled up to the post office this weekend in the AAR vet, and there was it was raining, and there were some law enforcement officers standing out in front under an awning of a place that they congregate for lunch at on a regular basis. I hopped out of the car. One of the officers made a comment about the vehicle, loved it. When I came back out of the post office, we struck up a conversation. And I stood there for about 30 to 40 minute, 45 minutes with these police officers, and there were about four of them there at the time, three or four. And... We were talking about the car, talking about armed American radio and gun rights. And I had given a couple of my books to one of the detectives at my local police department. And one of the officers remembered that. And I got to tell you guys, and Neil, I'll start with you. But I was really encouraged to hear support for law enforcement in this community. The fact that the police officers in the community that I reside, both the deputies and the the local police officers themselves, feel and sense that support. And it made me feel good as a resident. And I I just don't know how I I don't know how I could live in an area that hated law enforcement when we see what happens when you hate law enforcement. Crime is going through the roof, et cetera. I feel very blessed to live in an area like that. Neil, I was encouraged by that. And I'd just like to get your thoughts as we see these attacks on police officers around the nation. Yeah, well, it's a good community when law enforcement and the people who live there are all on the same page. And, you know, sadly, that's not always true. And sadly, uh, there are cities in this country where law enforcement is targeted. And if a law, enfor- if a, a law enforcement officer is shot or killed or, or attacked, the people in the neighborhood keep their mouth shut because uh, either they're afraid of the bad guys or they think the bad guys are pretty cool. And it's a, it's a very weird situation. And then you have this overlay of federal law enforcement and what federal law enforcement is up to. And of course, you know, the people on the left, whenever you go after, you know, whenever somebody Republican or conservative talks about federal law enforcement, well, says, Oh yeah, you're, you're, you're going up against law. <laughs> Why don't you support the police? Yeah. Well, you know, it, it was interesting. Well, hold on, Neil, just for a second. Let me go over to Justin. Justin, I know yep. you're a huge supporter of law enforcement as well. And I was real encouraged. Part of the conversation, I spoke very frankly and openly, as did the officers, about the overreach of the feds right now, the ATF, et cetera. I mean, these police officers visit the same gun shops that I visit. One of our officers was killed here a year ago, was murdered, and fortunately got the best of the guy and was able to shoot and kill the guy who would eventually kill him. Uh, It was an awful situation. It happened about a mile and a half as the crow flies right here from the ranch. And we were we were talking about that. He worked at a local gun shop that I frequent and they themselves are concerned about the overreach of ATF right now. And they see it themselves. I, that I've made it's encur- it was an encouraging conversation, Justin. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Well, you know, Mark, you're right. You know, law enforcement at the local and state level are, are essential. They keep the peace. They keep law and order. If we didn't have them, we'd have maniacs running around the streets going you now harassing and killing people randomly. 
And you can see that happening in the blue states. That's right. You know, I, I think a lot of the anger in the blue states where, where they're directed towards law enforcement should probably be directed towards the DA because the DA is not charging the criminals. And if you exercise your Second Amendment rights in those blue states and you shoot a bad guy who's robbing you or trying to assault you, then you're the one who's going to get charged. We see it in New York. It's happened on multiple occasions in the state of New York. Brad, let me shoot it over to you, your former law enforcement. I thought it was really encouraging, but I thought it was even more encouraging that local police are seeing the overreach of the feds as well. Yeah, I mean, you understand that, I mean, generally the, the police department, the sheriff's office where you live is a reflection of the community in which you live in. And so if the community in which you live is, you know, tends to be pro-freedom, uh, pro Second Amendment, a lot of the cops and the sheriff's deputies are going to feel the same way because they're just the regular dudes who took a really tough job, a low paying tough job. Right. And, right. Uh, but you know what? They're, they're still regular people that still have the same opinions and they're out there doing the best they can trying to do a good job. And, you know, the, the communities that seem to have the most trouble with law enforcement or anti law enforcement don't realize that what they're doing is they're siding with criminals when they're, when they're against their local law enforcement generally. And, you know, the thing is that without local law enforcement, they actually protect criminals, if you think about it. Because back in the day when there was no such thing as local police, uh, if the community had a crime problem, they handled it and there was no such thing as due process. And so we all make an agreement that we're going to have a police force and there's going to be a due process and they're going to go out and get the criminals. You take the police out of the equation, good people are not going to stand to have their houses robbed their daughters rape, you know, all these bad things that happen where criminals are allowed to run free with no, with no repercussions. And so, you know, ultimately it's, it's, it is that, you know, that shell of law enforcement that's actually, you know, making it possible for us to have due process and a justice system. And that's why it's so important to support the guys on a local level that are doing what they're doing. Yeah. Well said, because uh, let me, let me make this very, listeners, you know, this, but, uh, you know, you're your own first responder, but I promise you, you're going to make that call to 911 if you need them. And in many blue cities around the country, they're not getting to them. I know I'm very fortunate here. And the reason I brought this up was because AWR Hawkins, who is noticeably absent today, AWR was on a hunt and is, and is on an airplane right now, couldn't be with us. But he put a story out today that deputy was ambushed, shot to death in gun controlled California. Los Angeles County Sheriff's deputy Ryan Klinkenbrumer was ambushed and shot and killed in Palmdale while sitting inside his vehicle just yesterday evening at 6 p.m. It's a terrible story. So, yeah, I wanted to, you know, the guys, if you're listening and girls, if you're listening around here that uh, Armed American Radio fans, and I know many of the officers are, we love you, man. And we got your back and we support you. And I just wish everybody in the country felt that way in these communities. But, you know, maybe the tide is turning. Crime is rampant in these blue cities. Hopefully, that fixes the problem. Uh, it's a blue city. Can't hold my hope up, and I'm certainly not going to hold my breath. We'll be right back. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. 
At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure, to help prevent you from becoming a target, and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We do this in part by encouraging our law enforcement clients to take the X-Insurance See It, Say Something pledge. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing insurance policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. At X-Insurance, we believe in good police officers, and we believe in protecting good police officers. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. 
Mike Gallagher, thank you very much for the rejoin. Appreciate it. And Dr. Sebastian Gorka as well does a rejoin for us. We appreciate those guys and all of our partners, all of them. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. We're in the Car Firearms Group studios here for you at AAR Ranch in front of the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. And it's all brought to you every day by X Insurance. Please visit our partners and support them all, all of them. Very, very important. Dr. Lott needs our help getting the research out there that buries the anti-gun left. And that was proven immensely multiple times over the last week fiasco with that ridiculous New Mexico Democrat Governor Grisham. That's a remarkable story. We'll go back to the uh, talk to the uh, roundtable crew about that in just a few minutes. Let me go back to uh, Neil McCabe. Neil, I want to get some of the politics out of the way now as the fallout from New Mexico. The New Mexico governor and, you know, the Democrats in New Mexico saying, "Uh uh-uh. That being the district attorney, of course, the attorney general of the state of New Mexico, John Allen, the sheriff. These were very aggressive statements made by all three of these people and a very aggressive statement from the judge that put the temporary restraining order in place. But the bigger picture, Neil, from you, and you're plugged in with this, the why the silence from Washington in here and what do you think the long term impact of this will be? in Washington, or will there be any impact at all? Will the Republicans be smart enough to play this up, up leading up to the 2024 campaign, because the White House is attacking law-abiding citizens in their push for gun control, which fell apart right in front of the nation's eyes in New Mexico, Neil? Uh, I think what happened in New Mexico is the governor of New Mexico broke glass and Everybody was like, no, 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 that's not what we meant. Or other Democrats are saying, hey, we're not going to enforce this. This is unconstitutional. And you're right. There's absolute silence from uh, Republicans in Washington. And that's because Republicans in Washington, the consultants and the staffers and the Republican leadership do not support gun rights. They think that the people who support gun rights are gun nuts and lunatics and fringy and they don't want to take a political risk. And you know, one of the reasons why Kevin McCarthy has like a five or six seat majority and not a 20 or 30 seat majority is because he didn't want to take a risk. He didn't want, he, he's, he played, you know, it's his four quarters in every congressional session and he went into the prevent defense in the first quarter. Um, Right now he's playing games with uh, impeaching President Biden. I don't know where that'll go. He may not even have the votes to get it. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's sad. It's pathetic. Um, when you look at what's happening in Delaware with the Hunter Biden case, you know, there were actually three, there were actually three charges he was indicted on. There was the actual being on drugs, getting a weapon, lying about being on drugs, getting a weapon, and then crossing state lines. Uh, Abby Lowell, who's uh, Hunter Biden's attorney, is a brilliant guy. He says, hey, what's the big deal? He only had this gun for, it was a 38 caliber Colt revolver. He's like, he only had the gun for 11 days and it was never loaded. What's the big deal? And I didn't know that was the standard for enforcing gun laws. Yeah, that maybe uh, that's going to be my defense FF, one day, right? I mean, come on. FFLs, because if you're an FFL and you make a typo on a form, or if the state of Florida, like one guy, I know one guy who uh, had an FFL for 40 years and the state of Florida made a mistake on a background check. He lost his FFL license 
after 40 years because the because the uh, HEF has zero tolerance, zero tolerance. Dot your I's and cross your T's. Um, where, where's, where's the zero tolerance on uh, Hunter Biden? Well, that's what a about great Bill question. Biden's widow, Bill Biden's widow, who was having the affair with uh, with Hunter, who took the gun and threw it in a dumpster where it was then found. I, I don't know. I, I'm not a lawyer, but I don't know if you're allowed to just take someone else's gun and throw it in a dumpster. I wouldn't think so, Neil. <laughs> let me, Justin, let me go to you. The Hunter Biden issue, since it just came up, twofold question, and then we'll take it over to Brad, even if we have to go into the next segment with it. But the fallout from the New Mexico fiasco, what do you think politically happens now? Are the Republicans smart enough to use this? And what do you think happens with Hunter Biden? Well, you know, Mark, Mark, you're right. The Republicans are a bunch of rhinos, and that's why we need to vote out the rhinos this election cycle. We need to get, you know, a populist president in with a populist Congress. And I think that's one of the top priorities for the 2024 election. And, you know, Hunter Biden, they're, they're charging him with a gun charge because he has done far worse crimes. And he, he, he's taken bribes on behalf of his father. And so basically they're using this as cover. They're charging him with a gun crime and saying, look, we charge him. Don't look at the other stuff. You know, there's Boom. nothing else there. That's what they're doing. And those are federal charges, which his father could pardon him. And and guess what, guys? His dad already said he wouldn't. Okay, this is the same guy that would look at a camera at midnight and tell you the sun is shining. Brad, same questions. Take us to the break, brother. Yeah, I mean, my my gut tells me the indictment uh, with Hunter Biden is is not genuine. It is somehow going to provide cover for Joe Biden. Um, It's plainly obvious the, the man is corrupt. He's been compromised by foreign governments. He's been on the take for years. Um, you know, he's anti-American. He's only out for himself. And, uh, you know, we can see that, but then we got to prove it. And the way we prove that is basically through Hunter Biden, because, you know, Joe Biden's smart son, who was the first bag man, unfortunately passed away. So he had to bring in the dunce uh, as a stand-in. And that's what we're left with. So that's how we get at him. And so he's going to sacrifice his own son, uh, probably in federal court, to protect himself because that's the kind of man Joe Biden is. Um, you know, but I think that's what's going to happen. I don't, I don't believe that justice is going to be served in any stretch of the imagination. It's pretty obvious that Hillary Clinton got away with her email server that Democrats are pretty much immune to being prosecuted for their, you know, their malfeasance. And you know, this governor out in New Mexico. You know, they're going to, uh, I said it last week. I mean, they're, they're just, they're just testing the weather. They're testing the wind to see which way it blows. They're going to let her take the, you know, take the political hit for it. Um, they're going to learn from it. They'll be back six months, a year, however long it takes. I think California has a, uh, you know, trying to pass it and trying to get a, a constitutional convention call to try to basically repeal the Second Amendment. That's working its way through right now, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, we're going to go you know, there, too, in the next segment. Yeah. They're, they're just pushing. They're pushing on the doors. They're going to see what opens, and they're going to see what's behind the door. And if it works for them, that's what they're going to go for. I read from what you just said. Hunter Biden's charges are a smokescreen. Would you agree with that? Absolutely, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. I'm with you on that as well. It deflects away from the mess that Biden finds himself in. And I don't have any faith that the Republican leadership is smart enough to figure that out and run with it. They have shown absolutely no indication to me at this point 
that they are. When we come back, there's a story out. We'll cover some of what AWR wrote in his absence. Brooklyn Councilwoman among surging number of New Yorkers buying guns. And I'll explain. She's a Republican. But when you see the numbers here, I think you'll agree with me that it's not all Republicans. And the numbers in New York are remarkable, particularly because it's New York. We'll talk to the group about it when we come back. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. From Crossbreed Holsters comes the Women's Appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the Women's Appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a Crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the Women's Appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCom today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. Armed American Radio listeners, the Gun Rights Policy Conference for 2023 is upon us. The GRPC this year being held in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona at the Marriott Phoenix Hotel at the airport, September 22nd through September 24th. This year's theme is Road to Liberty. Come meet me, A.W.R. Hawkins, Alan Gottlieb, John Lott, and many others. Again, September 22nd through September 24th, the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Visit saf.org to register today. Register at saf.org. We'll see you there. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. 
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow. Don't forget to use the promo code AAR at MyPillow.com. Welcome back. Welcome back inside the Armed American Radio Ranch Car Firearms Group Studios. Mark Walters in front of a Sig Sauer powerful and platinum microphone. All of it being brought to you by the great X Insurance and all of our partners that make it all possible. Please visit ArmedAmericanRadio.com and support them all. It's why we're here. Every single day, six days a week because of our partners. All right, let's go. I'm going to flip this script here and go over to an AWR piece because he's not here. But I found this story interesting for a number of different reasons. And he wrote Brooklyn Councilwoman among surging number of New Yorkers buying guns. Now, she's a Republican. She is also Jewish. She is also concerned about anti-Semitism. She is concerned about crime. And she says, with anti-Semitism, it doesn't feel safe in the city anymore. You're always on edge and watching your back. We are short on cops and recruitments are way down. As much as we need the police, we can't just rely on the police. Something life-altering can happen in the time it takes for cops to arrive. Here's the number that I found interesting that AWR reported. It came from the New York Post, a Siena poll showing a 17% surge in gun buyers in New York. Neil McCabe, there are Democrats in that 17 percent, my friend. Absolutely. What do you what what does that say about blue cities when we know that Democrats are feeling the same way and feeling crime? This changes election outcomes, does it not? Or is there enough of them? Well, we saw it. We saw it in 2020. Well, we saw it in 2016 also. But in 2020, um, a very good friend of mine who lived in Manhattan at the time told me, she came up to me and she says, hey, why am I seeing so many, why am I seeing so many Biden ads on my local cable channel? And the reason is because uh, the Democrats were recognizing that they're losing a lot of these neighborhoods. And we saw it again. So we saw it in 2020. We saw it again in the mayor's race. And we're going to see it again in 20. In, uh, we saw it again in 22 and in 24, it will continue and specifically in Queens and Brooklyn and now even neighborhoods, Asian neighborhoods and Hispanic neighborhoods in Manhattan. Uh, and it's these people, they've had enough. And, you know, with, with African-Americans, 
there is a uh, loyalty and there's a legacy to the Democratic Party that's multi-generational. And that's, that's a much harder thing to shake. But some of these newer people visiting our shores, um, the Asians and Hispanics, you know, they, they might have one or two generations, that, but they, you know, they haven't been voting Democrat for 100 years. And so they're looking around and they're, they're not hung up on legacy. They're hung up on why is my neighborhood not safe? Why, when I go to run my store or my dry cleaner or, you know, whatever my small business is in uh, Manhattan, because Manhattan and then all the boroughs are just are just littered with small family owned businesses run by families. And you go to work and you are scared, silly, because something's going to happen. And you think, you know what, I better have a gun in the door, Mark. Yeah, that's a great point. And I really believe, ladies and gentlemen, this is I used the word watershed earlier when I was talking about New Mexico. But all of these things add up. And we are at a watershed moment when it comes to our gun rights. And I want to take this opportunity again to remind you that we are winning. And it doesn't appear that way because of mainstream media. They cover it the way they cover it or through the lies of omission. A lot of silence on what happened in New Mexico this week from the mainstream press. I was also very encouraged by some reporting that I saw at CNN. Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms. You're currently in Tennessee. You live up in northern, northeastern Pennsylvania. Beautiful Pocono Mountains. Gorgeous area up there. But Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, these cities are not the same situation that we just heard described in New York by Neil is happening in those cities as well. And there's also an uptick in double digits of gun ownership. Some of those people are Democrats. Could this flip the script in due time, Justin? Well, you know, the 2020 election, the day the polls closed, Trump was up by 600,000 votes. Pennsylvania voted for Trump. And they kept the polls open for another week, and suddenly, magically, out of nowhere, 800,000 votes materialized. And we had more votes than registered voters in Pennsylvania. So, no, Pennsylvanians, even in the city, are voting for Trump. Well, how does that matter? Let's let's go. Okay, this is a loaded question. Coming into 2024, is Pennsylvania in a position to fix that? Are you asking Justin, me, Mark? Yes, Justin, yes. Uh, there, there, there are reformers who have been suing, pursuing lawsuits against the government for, for the egregious election system, and make, they have a number of small wins. So hopefully when we get to the 2024 election, it will be harder to cheat at the scale they did in 2020. Yeah, that's that's what we're hopeful here with all the drop boxes and all this nonsense of early voting. You know, guys, if you want to fix the problem, you go back to paper ballots and you show up on Election Day like I did when I was a kid. It's that simple. Brad Primo, CEO, Lead Slingers. Same question. I mean, we're seeing these numbers rise. This has been record gun ownership in a couple of major demographics, that being black Americans and women of all colors are buying guns in record numbers. And then when we see a story like this from AWR, you've got a Republican councilwoman who doesn't feel safe in a blue city. Lots of those people are Democrats as well, Brad. Is this the beginning of that shift that's necessary to maybe change some of these blue cities finally? It very well could be. I mean, if you look at who are, you know, I guess disproportionately, you know, victims of crimes in this country, it is women and black people. 
Um, they suffer from you know being victimized by violent crime uh, at a much higher rate than almost anybody else. And so it's very logical that those people are starting to realize that the government is not going to help them. The government does not care. They're not going to help them. As a matter of fact, the government's creating a lot of problems uh, that are affecting their lives. And so they're starting to take control of their lives. Like, look, you know, I've said on this show before, like, you are not truly a free citizen, a free man or a free person unless you are armed, because that means you can defend your freedom, you can defend your own life. And so these folks are stepping up and, and taking the reins of their own life and arming themselves to secure their safety and their liberty. And it makes sense to me. It makes sense to anybody with any kind of common sense. What doesn't make sense to me is when you have, you know, by, by, by and large, the, the Jewish demographic in this country votes Democrat. And they support disarming people. And if there's ever a group of people that should be 100% against being disarmed, it's Jewish people. They, they've been victimized and slaughtered wholesale all over the world multiple times in their history. And you would think they would sit there and realize that, hey, look, voting Democrat is just going to put me right back in the place where my ancestors were, you know, what, 80 years ago now in, in Western Europe when the Nazis run a wild and killing those people. Uh, if you don't have the ability to arm yourself and defend your life and your liberty, then you are just a slave. That's all you are. And, and you only exist at the, at the pleasure of the government or whoever's in charge. And so, you know, once people realize that and start arming themselves and realize that by having a weapon, you're not, you know, you're not asking for trouble. You're not looking for trouble. You're just getting ready to defend what's yours, which is your life, the things that are most dear to you, your family, your property. And that's, that's called being a free man. A truer words have never been spoken. Let me take us to the break with this. Greg, how much time do we have? 30 seconds. Let me take us to the break with this, and then we'll wrap up on a couple other topics in the next segment. But uh, Brooklyn Councilwoman Ina Vernikov, Republican, is among a surging number of New Yorkers who have acquired a firearm for self-defense. That's what's got the, con got the conversation started in this segment. Now, she is also, and I love this, because if you just hear coming on the heels of what you just heard from Brad, so true. She said, as I, as I mentioned, short on cops, recruitments are down. As much as we need the police, we can't just rely on the police. Something life-altering can happen in time for it. it takes for the cops to arrive. It was also noted that she asked that her synagogue designate her as a volunteer safety guard, which they did so she can carry her pistol when she comes. I sense, and I have been for quite some time, a shift coming. And it's gun owners that may very well change the political demographics in some of these blue cities over all of these years. We'll be right back. The gold set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The gold set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. 
The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus 1 rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. The Second Amendment Foundation has grown into what many believe to be the most important gun rights organization in America. With hundreds of thousands of active members, it is the Second Amendment Foundation defending your rights in courtrooms across the nation. Winning these battles in local jurisdictions all the way to the Supreme Court requires tireless effort and help from you. Please help the Second Amendment Foundation defend your freedoms by joining or donating today at saf.org. Join us at saf.org. Thank you. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profit to organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. Dr. Sebastian Gorka letting you know that the Desperado Sport Fishing Crew in Virginia Beach, Virginia supports Armed American Radio and our right to bear arms. Now, back to Mark Walters. Back indeed, final segment of Armed American Radio's MonsterCast. Welcome to New Jersey, WNJD. 
Cape May in Atlantic City. You're tuned in and uh, hope you're enjoying the program. Trust me, we will have ample opportunity to go after your governor. He's another gift that keeps on giving. And at some point we will do that and you will enjoy it. I promise you very, very much. Car Firearms Group Studios lit up for you. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom. One final segment here on this MonsterCast program. This one will be in the books here in just about 10 minutes. Glad you're with us today. Please support all of our partners. We're in front of a six-hour microphone in the Car Firearms Group Studios. It's all brought to us by X Insurance. Let me just make a couple more comments about New York because there's a couple stories out. Uh, and, the, you know, the, the percentage of gun owners, et cetera, this kind of ties together. But New York's had got more strict background check laws for ammunition that just went into effect. Uh, now, there's a piece out on Olean Times Herald that's headlined, New York gun background checks survive another legal challenge. What happened was uh, there was a request for an emergency order filed by a pair of New York gun shop owners who were arguing that the new background requirements for ammo and the fees, it said all the nonsense, the post-Bruin temper tantrum thrown by the anti-gun left establishment would impact their business and deprive not only them of sales, but lawful gun owners of their Second Amendment rights. Sotomayor refused to involve herself in that. And the headline reads, New York gun background checks survive another legal challenge. And, of course, what they do is they say, oh, well, Sotomayor didn't get involved. There was no ruling at all. And as Supreme Court justices, never, they never explained why. So they have filed another emergency action this time. The plaintiffs are arguing, and they want uh, its response to Sotomayor's rejection. The plaintiffs filed another emergency appeal, I should say, with a quote-unquote supplemental brief to Justice Clarence Thomas, who obviously voted and wrote the conservative majority in the 6-3 Bruin decision last year. So we're waiting to see that happen, and here it is, New York. This is the way they attack your gun rights, guys. It's pretty much that simple. Now, Neil, flipping over to California, let me take it to you. California became the first state to vote for a constitutional convention designed to wipe out the Second Amendment. Would you explain to listeners fairly quickly so we can get into Justin and and Brad's response as well what that entails? If that were to come to fruition, what would we see? Well, I I think, again, it's a chance that somebody broke the glass. And now now it's in play. The conversation is now in play. And and you're going to see, we've seen it in other issues, that a bunch of blue states will uh, will go along with it, and you know maybe you'll have maybe you'll have fifteen. I think what you need is um, you need two thirds of the states, and then you need uh, three quarters of the uh, what is it? Three quarters? It's, it's one or the other. It's three quarters yeah. of Congress, or t- I, I figure which one. It's like, but you need you need a supermajority of the Senate and the House, and then you also need a, a supermajority of the states. The Equal Rights Amendment didn't get it. And it was in, in Congress when Congress voted to say, hey, this thing is in play, um, you know, it expired before they got before they got, you know, one more state that they needed. But I think that you're going to see that, you know, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New York, New Jersey, Delaware, Maryland. Like there's a bunch of states that could do it pretty much tomorrow if they put their mind to it. And, and California is going to show the way. And, and, it's, and, and it really is scary. Because it's it's developing. Everybody talks about the civil war that's coming, right? That's going to split the country apart. I really don't think it's going to be a violent civil war. I think it's just going to be a natural progression where, you know, you have 20 states think one way and 30 states think the other. 
and we just don't interact anymore because you don't want to go because why would you go to california I, that whole conversation is interesting. We've had it here before. That's true. And we are seeing that division now. Justin Moon, CEO of Car Arms. Justin, the what California, the danger with a, with a convention, let's just assume that this was going to go through the process. It's quite fascinating to discuss. But more than that issue can come up during a constitutional convention, which the Democrats won't want anything to do with. So I will. I don't often do this. I'll disagree with Neil. I don't think we'll see 15 states. We might see. A few. I think you might see New York, maybe Jersey, you know, a couple supermajority blue states might fall in line. However, I don't th- I think the Democrats would be scared to death of a constitutional convention when Republicans control the vast majority of state legislatures. If it were come to fruition, Justin, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I would have to agree with you, Mark. I mean, the major- the vast majority of state legislatures are Republican and are red. So we if the, if, a, if a constitutional convention were called, then we would certainly have the advantage. So, you know, maybe if they're pushing for it, we should have a strategy to yeah. figure out what we want if the convention actually convenes. Yeah, kind of, it kind of like, the, I guess what you're saying is bring it on, right? Yeah, I mean, it could it, it could be a bad strategy for them. I mean, if we could get a convention, maybe we can, you know, enforce There's a lot of things of- we could do. Yeah, there's a lot of things that we could do that could come up, Justin, during that convention. Brad, let me throw it over to you. Uh, We've got a couple minutes here, so feel free. But obviously, I don't believe it's going to come to fruition. I do not, of course. And we know know, the vast majority of this country does not want Californication. But it is fun to talk about, right? But I think there's, there's so many people who don't understand what happens with a constitutional convention. It's not limited to this. Anything will come up in a constitutional convention if it were to happen, and it's never happened before, but that should scare the Democrats, shouldn't it, Brad? I mean, I think it should. I mean, I know that it wasn't too long ago that that we weren't too far off from having enough uh, governors and legislatures that we could have called a, a convention of states uh, with, without having any Democrat support whatsoever and could have gotten pretty much anything done. Uh, I think we were like one or two governor seats short of that not too long ago. Um, I'm not convinced that the Democrats in California even realize what they're voting for, what they think they're bringing up. I think, I think they're what they're doing is virtue signaling, right? They're 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 pandering to their base, and and Newsom is pandering to the wider uh, Democrat uh, sensibilities in the country because he's got his eyes on a national, uh, you know, political seat, whether it be a vice president or a presidential run at some point. Um, so, you know, they're, he's not being, they're not being serious, I don't think, but, you know, I, I think it's mostly just virtue signaling and, um, you know, like political grandstanding, but I would, I, I'm kind of going to go on record. I mean, maybe I'm not you know, right here, but like, I would not mind seeing something like this happening because yeah, you know what, like, let's go ahead let's just do it. Uh, let's go ahead and play this game and, and see what comes out because, you know, we can rewrite the Second Amendment, so it's only just the last line, right? The, the right of people to keep their arms shut out being friends, period. They don't need your argument. <laughs> wow. Right. I mean, yeah, I, so I, yeah, bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, they're too narrow-minded to understand that this is not – that it would not be just solely, strictly focused – on Second Amendment, if there's a constitutional issue, it's, it's or a constitutional convention. It's also going to be, oh, yeah, well, while we're at it, this and this and this. Oh, it would be a cluster. There's no question about it. That's the Foxtrot Charlie Charlie nice way to say it. Hey, Neil, thanks for being here, brother. I appreciate it very much.
Justin Moon, thank you for being here. Car Arms, we're in the Car Firearms Group studios. And Brad Primo, CEO of Lead Slingers, thank you for being here, my friend. Always a pleasure to have you guys in a classic AAR roundtable. The show flew by today, guys. It flew by. We won't have the podcast up until tomorrow because of some recording issues, but we'll get the podcast up for you as fast as we can tomorrow morning. And those of you who are listening on podcast the next day, I apologize if it was just a couple hours late. We want to get you the right stuff so you get the right program in all three hours that you deserve to get that you missed live. We're going to get up and do it again tomorrow because they don't want us to. Until we meet on the radio, carry on, carry off, and carry absolutely everywhere. Never, ever, ever leave your cave without your club. No self-respecting caveman would have ever been caught outside his cave without his club. And you know that. That's just common sense. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow, guys. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer-shooting, easier-handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380. From Crossbreed Holsters comes the Women's Appendix. With softer leather and smoother corners, the Women's Appendix holster was designed specifically with the female body in mind. This holster is intended for popular small firearms and has no cant, so it can be worn on the front side of the body. Featuring a Crossbreed hand-molded pocket for a perfect fit, we ensure the Women's Appendix is your answer for any woman who wants to carry a small firearm in a front position. This versatile holster can be worn in the standard appendix or cross-draw fashion. Find your perfect fit today at CrossbreedHolsters.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. 